0: Welcome to Beach Athletics All Access, where you get an inside look at the great coaches, student-athletes, alumni, and supporters that make Long Beach State Athletics so special. I'm your host, Rob Clark, Senior Associate Athletic Director for External Relations. Welcome to Beach All Access Podcast, an inside look at Long Beach State sports and the great people around our program. If you've ever been to Long Beach or driven by Long Beach on the 405, you've seen the most recognizable building in the city, the Walter Pyramid. It is one of three true pyramid structures in the United States and home of Long Beach State basketball and volleyball. Today, we are blessed to have the namesake of the Walter Pyramid, Dr. Mike and Arlene Walter on the show today. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing?
1: Great. Uh, we're doing very well, and it's always great to talk about uh, California State University in Long Beach.
0: Great. Well, well, thank you again for joining us. So not, we're, we're going to jump right into this today. So neither of you were born and raised here in Long Beach, but h- how did you both meet?
2: We met at the University of Iowa. We were both majoring in mathematics, uh, and we shared a mathematics class. There was a gentleman sitting between us who decided we should get to know each other. <laughs> And we did, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it blossomed from there, right? It did. <laughs> That's great. Now, now you've uh, you've been in the Midwest, and, and I know we've talked about being at Iowa and Michigan and other places as well. But what life experiences have led you to come here to, to Long Beach State?
2: Well, I followed Mike, so I think he should answer this one.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we lived in uh, Fullerton when we were first married, and. Um, One of the people that I worked with uh, at Rockwell Collins um, was the dean here at California State University. That was Dean Dean Bowman. And I came and visited him, and I worked for him at uh, uh, Rockwell uh, Collins as his assistant. And he was the senior vice president for strategic planning. And we just lived there, and I I just really liked uh, Long Beach State and uh, it was just an opportune time to come here i always wanted to come back and live here this is a great place to live in the u.s or any place else
0: incredible and that and so you got you went from uh, several big ten schools you're at, at michigan working um, and the, what brought you back west
1: well i was offered the position as a vice president for levi strauss and the company in San Francisco, and uh, then I was promoted to senior vice president there, and I did a lot of um, work in international business for them and helped them really uh, gain a major spot in international business.
0: Incredible. And, and in the midst of all this, Arlene, you, you were working as well.
2: I was. I was working in the information systems area in uh, in San Francisco, I worked for Wells Fargo, and here in South Bay, in Southern California, I worked for Union
0: Bank. And then the, the next step was a, a dean at St. Mary's, if I'm not mistaken?
1: Yes, that's right. Uh, Levi Strauss uh, took the company private and um, made it very, very nice for me to leave that uh, position, and I was contacted by a uh, search firm to be dean at uh, St. Mary's College up there. Well, one never plans to be dean, or at least I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) If I was going to go back, I would have gone to to, um, University of Michigan as a provost or something, uh, but probably not as dean. But I went to uh, St. Mary's College. I was there 10 years as dean, and then we decided uh, family was um, kind of breaking up in the sense that uh, our son was graduated from uc berkeley our daughter was going off to uh, northwestern and um it was just an opportune time for us to leave and this was a place i'd always thought about coming and worked out just fine
0: that's great now the the next step was coming from saint mary's to here to here at long beach state
1: yes that's exactly right
0: and and talk talk about your role here uh, at long beach state
1: well at long beach state i was dean of the college of um, business administration and that was a wonderful position it's a great college and they're just absolutely wonderful uh, academic people in that college great place to be and then um, uh, bob maxson offered me a position as being his executive assistant Uh, i had been working with him on a number of community projects here and uh, that's even a better job and now i work for uh, jane conley our current president and I've never had a boss I liked or admired any more than Jane Connolly. She's the best.
0: Incredible. We, I've been around athletics quite a bit, and I've seen a lot of fans and many that have supported the institution. But I don't know if I've ever met two who are as passionately involved as, as you both are and your family is. We move to a question here on March 5th. 2005 the pyramid officially became known as the walter pyramid uh... now how did this tremendous honor come about
1: well i had been involved in uh, trying to raise funds for the the pyramid and i worked very closely for president bob Maxson. and um, i was interested in helping the university in several ways uh... one of the most important was i wanted to help the academic uh, part of the institution And uh, we made a major pledge um, to help this university in uh, helping the, I think the university called it uh, the Edge of Excellence Program. And that really appealed to me. And I think that everyone that works for a university at every level should do everything they can to advance the academic mission of the university.
0: Absolutely. That's why we're all here. Without it, we we wouldn't be here. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> now, now with that, uh, how did it then become the the Walter Pyramid?
1: That was the decision by Bob maxson uh, That was his decision. Uh, he knew how passionately I felt about improving the academic program here, and uh, arlena and I are both passionate about uh, improving academics. She has some very good reasons for that, but. Uh, uh, I feel that a university that has a very, very good academic, uh, athletic program, I'm sorry, athletic program, um, that distinguishes it. So if the, if the academic, I'm sorry, if the uh, athletic program is outstanding and recognized at that, uh, it's common that people then say, oh, well, the university must be good academically. And I think that's absolutely right. And if you're not good and not known as being good in in the athletics, then you won't be known as being good academically. And I think here we want every program that is offered here to be absolutely as good as it can possibly be.
0: I think it's incredible to note that that your support and you being honoring as uh, being honored in this manner is a result of your support of both academics and athletics, and it's. It's incredible as we think of it that way that really athletics should be a part of the overall institutional mission of the education of the department, and not only department, but the institution as a whole. Um, as you're both such passionate supporters of the university, not just athletics, uh, how did you start your, your philanthropic support at the university?
1: Maybe Arlene can... Uh, lead that discussion? It
2: started, it really started with the support of athletics. Um, It started with uh, the desire to help them complete the the work in the pyramid. We knew that there was was a large debt that needed to be paid and uh, Bill Schumart, the athletic director at the time, indicated that before they could make some of the additional enhancements they wanted to the pyramid, they needed to Uh, pay off the debt. So we first made a contribution to help them um, pay off the debt and this is while the efforts to name it were going on so as those efforts continued um, and our help was needed, um, we were advised that There were a number of people that wanted to help support the pyramid, but none of them wanted to make the lead gift. They preferred to have somebody else make the lead gift. And we took uh, together, we met together and decided that between our passion for education, our passion to help the university, and our passion in support of athletics and in the enjoyment of athletics, that we decided to go ahead and do that. And that's, that's how it came about.
0: And our university has been blessed because of of your support, so thank you. Uh, Arlene, uh, I've seen you at many practices. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Real early in the morning. (laughs) That's right. And and in my opinion, I've met a lot of fans uh, in in my career. But you're not only just passionate, but I I consider you one of the most well-informed fans that I've ever met. Uh, What are some of your favorite Long Beach State moments?
2: Well, Some of them have to do with with the trips we took. I think if you have an opportunity to travel with a team to another environment, it it broadens you, it helps you learn, it helps you appreciate the strengths and weaknesses of your own environment. So uh, we took a trip to Columbus when the team uh, got an opportunity to play in the NCAA tournament in Columbus, Ohio. And uh, it snowed, and we hadn't been in snow in a long time. So that was a lot of fun. Um, the, um, we also made a trip to Portland with the team uh, when they went there. And you meet so many nice supporters that are share your same passion, even from Long Beach State, people that are sitting on the other side of the pyramid or down at the next section. So it gives you an opportunity to meet people who have who share your passion and who have the same uh, knowledge that you do of the students that are playing Um, one of the biggest reasons we go to practice is to know what to look for in the games but a second reason is just because we so enjoy seeing the kids work so hard honestly it's just amazing how hard they work to try to get better and to try to accomplish what they are trying to accomplish
0: great uh, I, I'm gonna stop the interview here for a second because the music's playing pretty loud one, one more. is <laughs> uh, uh, Music's good. playing pretty loud and it's is there any way to yeah
1: um, I, I think you should tell them how you feel about the students and their development so well, I said
2: that's enough of that. that's right,
1: um, okay.
0: thank you. all right that should be better <laughs> <laughs> yes we, we had some uh, some background music we didn't need here all right we'll continue on <clears throat> so you you've both had a significant impact on the entire long beach community as outstanding philanthropists in the area what fuels your passion to serve the people in our great city
1: oh i just think we should do everything we can to help people uh we get a lot uh, out of that it, you know you're making a contribution. This is a wonderful community uh, to live in. Uh, People are very good at working together, pulling together. Uh, We're the most diverse city in the United States, and I think in the country, and we're proud of that. And everybody gets along very well here, and it's fun to work with people, and they feel so passionately about helping um, the entire community. So everybody works together, and we all get along very well.
0: And it's clear as you you go out to different events we we see you I mean you're there, you're present and that's what's incredible. you're present though and and many aren't and, and
1: your presence is is felt absolutely well we never we never miss an event if we're not an event at an event where you are, it's because we're at another event on the same <laughs> evening
2: well, and I'd just like to add that we feel that we've been very blessed uh We've, we've had an opportunity to grow and to learn and to, to, to uh, advance professionally in a way that enables us to help others. And that's something I learned way back when I was little, that that's kind of what you should do as you grow up. And so that's what we've continued to do.
0: Now, we, we consider you leaders of this institution, and, and each successful leader has to come, overcome some type of ver- adversity in their lives. What lessons have you learned throughout your lives uh, that have helped you continue to thrive through adversity?
2: Well, one of the things that I've learned is the value of continuing to learn, the value of your education. Take as much opportunity as you can to go to school, to continue to school, to learn while you're in school, and that gives you the tools that you need to help you have a better life and to help others have a better life.
1: I think one of the lessons that I have learned is that we have been successful. Uh, we were both graduate students, as you know, and um, we didn't have any money. A <laughs> student loan like <laughs> everybody else. <laughs> That's about as common as books these days. <laughs> and, um, and I know that uh, if you don't have a good education, you're not going to go up very much in, in life you're just not but if you get a good education there's no upper bounds on you, on what you can achieve and do and if you are successful and we have been then you can help other people. And I think we have that as a responsibility, help other people. And I like to help them, I know Arlene does, and we like to see students grow and advance, and I do everything I can to get people who want to go to graduate school accepted in graduate school and write letters uh, for them. helping them and it's just really um, marvelous to see them go on and become lawyers and doctors and scientists and mathematicians and uh, business people Um, it's just great to see them have a wonderful career again you have to go to college in order to have a good career
0: as a former student athlete uh, I I have always been impressed with great supporters like yourselves that have, have opened the doors for young men and young women to be able to receive an education uh, and many of us it, it happened because athletics opened the door for us mm-hmm. I, I, st- I sit here before you as a, as a product of that as well And um, in your, your support why is it so important to invest in the lives of student athletes here at Long Beach State?
1: Well I think that being an athlete is uh, and learning what you learn and by being one is a part of your education. Uh, I'll, I'll just give you a couple examples. You learn to work as a team member. You have to work as a team. You have to have the attitude as a team. The team wins. Uh, you don't uh, uh, win individually. The whole team has to win. And you learn how to work with people and how to get along. The other thing that you learn about is that The world is filled with rules and regulations and that's just what the rules are in the game that you're involved in. You have to play by the rules and if you don't you get a foul or whatever (laughs) is appropriate in, in that particular sport. So uh, you've just learned to play as a team. You learn to become a leader when that's important and you're capable. So there's a lot to learn here that's outside the classroom that is very, very helpful to those, uh, those student-athletes. And the student-athletes that we interact with are very, very good students for the most part. I mean, you look at all the numbers, students are, have greater than a 3.0. I couldn't be prouder. That's just great. They do a wonderful job. And we had the best coaches in in the world, it seems to me, and uh, and they teach these athletes very, very important lessons. Absolutely.
0: Arlene, would you like to add anything?
2: Just that I think that the participants in athletics also learn that you don't win all the time, and they also learn that sometimes you have to fight through adversity, And it also gives the students an opportunity to see a part of the world, or part of our country, that they might not have seen otherwise. So, it it, it's just a a wonderful, I think, experience for those students.
0: Great. And we've had many. We have many Long Beach State fans and members of the community who may be listening today. Uh, What are what are some things that you wish the Long Beach State fans here would know that maybe they don't or whether it's something about your program or something about you?
2: Well, certainly one of the things I'd like to make sure that that the people listening know is that we do have great coaches, both in terms of their knowledge of their sport and of their knowledge how to work with young people. They are just so impressive. And they also take the time to let the fans know that they are appreciated. We also have outstanding student-athletes, and we can be so proud of them. Um, At the same time, um, I think we need to know that as the support for the state diminishes, as the money available from the state for our university continues to decrease, we as fans, as members of the community of Long Beach, have to step up and help our great university. And that's what we try to do.
0: Mike, Arlene, thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you. And every time I, I walk by the pyramid, every, every morning and every day, I, I honestly think how wonderful and blessed we are as, as a university to have your support and have you here. And, and not only see you uh, your, your name on a building, more importantly, we see you here and present and around. And, and thank you for all that you do.
1: Yes, well, we try to help everyone here at the university that we possibly can, and we get to know them, but that also works in the community. Um, we'd like to have people in the community know us better and know how much we care about them. And,
2: and thank you, Rob, for the opportunity to share some
0: thoughts. It's been a pleasure. Well, thank you again, at go beach! Go beach! <laughs> The Beach All Access Podcast is a presentation of the Long Beach State Radio Network on K-Beach. Go Beach!